Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard the TV Pilot's License Flight Number 56 with service to canceling student debt. We ask that you please fasten your headphones, secure your podcasting device, and remember, if you have the opportunity to improve your friend's life, why not embarrass them in the process? Welcome to the TV Pilot's License. My name is Jeff Kerbis, joined by Max Singer and Rich Inman. How are you boys doing today? Guys, I'm so good. Can you believe that the last time we saw each other in person, we had just dropped episode one, and then we got to see each other after dropping one episode like 55? This rules. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> yeah, also, it, uh, we're, we're three old friends that have a podcast together, so we're already finding ways to embarrass each other. Uh, if anyone at home would uh, no listen money. to a Patreon where we review the things that we watch on planes when we go to hang out with each other, uh, let us know. Give me, give me three dollars and I'll review the in-flight entertainment. I'll talk I, yeah. about the flight map for an hour. <laughs> yeah, you I, like, did next to me. You guys bring that up, but like I low-key will try to start conversations with flight attendants, being like, "Oh, rough no, flight why? today, right?" No, and no, no, no. Jack, please, Jack, absolutely not. Fight those instincts fight those instincts well boys this week we are doing something a little bit different than we've ever done we're diving into new media with a web series uh by dropout tv known as total forgiveness but before we dive in too deep onto this web series max do you mind telling folks what this is all about So here at TV Pilots License, we break down and analyze the pilot episodes of some of TV's most famous, or in some cases, infamous shows. We learn a little bit more about how these shows came to be and were originally made, if they're effective pilot episodes and making us want to watch more and if they could be made today. Go back and stream our old episodes wherever you get your podcasts from. Check us out on YouTube to see our smiling faces. And if it is your first time flying with us, then welcome aboard. And again... For the people who joined us for the John from Cincinnati episode, oh I, I have got all of your fan letters. You can stop following me to the grocery store. I, I promise other people will talk about this show. Please stop following me around town. Rich, while, uh, while you're glowing in that moment of John from Cincinnati. And- the, the, eye roll, the eye roll from both of you is audible, so it will be, it will be on the podcast. You don't do you, need do to you guys remember that we, in like genuine good faith, offered uh, like a raffle with the entire series on DVD as a prize no and, no one, and no one entered? Yeah. And every, I think people saw that as a threat and yeah. they decided no. Um, Rich, you know, you have so much time to just muse on these podcasts and live off of the glow of John from Cincinnati. But yeah. what is your question of this week? It was only one season, so I can only watch it so many times. Um, <laughs> one season was all they needed. It was all they needed. Um, <laughs> perfect TV. Uh, I would love to know uh, what amount of debt are both of you carrying right now? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I just was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put on, put on screen share. Let me see your benefit accounts. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I'd, I'd love to note, because uh, we all experienced uh, the a near insurmountable um, cost of college. I would love to know if there is a problem in either of your lives right now that could be solved by a TV show, what would it be? Max. You want the, you want the serious answer or the joke answer? Oh, obviously <laughs> the joke answer. Yeah, the joke answer. <laughs> Yeah, I need someone to teach me how to fold a fitted sheet. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
that sounds like one of those like pre-roll videos that they show you on jet blue planes it's like pure wow or something like that where all those like fake like uh viral videos happen no no this is a 24 episode season (laughs) (laughs) part three the left corner Oh my god. I yeah, I I think my biggest problem in life that isn't too serious is um I have a dog that is 8 months old at this point in time and he has the smallest bladder in the world. And what yeah. I mean by that is he gets up at 3 a.m. uh and is like I need to go to the bathroom. And yes, yeah, some mornings I am up at 3 a.m., but others I don't want to be up at 3 a.m. So if you could figure out or if I could have a show solved Uh, my dog's bladder issue without it having to come to cleaning a carpet or anything like that. Sign me up. I'm there in an instant. I'm absolutely here for Jeff learns about doggy doors and fences. (laughs) (laughs) Rich, uh, you had a little bit more time with this question. What, uh, what do you think? Uh, I would say like most people who wanted to go out on TV to solve a problem, uh, self-esteem issues. So uh, (laughs) I kind of shot myself in the foot on that one. Oh I don't God. think it's. I don't think there's a single TV show that's going to help me with that. Well, thank you so much for that question of the week, Rich. Before we dive into total forgiveness, a quick word from our sponsors. Welcome back. Um, let's dive into our first web series here on yeah. TV Pilots License. As Jeff, we, what what is the web? Can you explain that? <laughs> Well, uh, there are these tubes, and there, there's this man called Al Gore. Uh, he was around. He Hold was on, actually yeah, vice slow president. Down. Slow down. <laughs> no, no, Jeff, we, we can't do scripted shows right now. I don't know what this whole made-up story you're telling is. <laughs> uh, well, Total Forgiveness in this instance, as I said up at the top, is a series brought to you by Dropout TV. Um, but we, before we talk about it in any more depth, a quick synopsis crippled with debt, Grant and Allie go head to head in this agonizing competition to prove they'll do anything to pay off their student loans. And I think that's a pretty accurate description of what we watched in our pilot. But Max, can you tell us a little bit more about some of the background on dropout TV and how this got made? Yeah, so if you're like me, college humor was a very formative part of your comedy upbringing, as it was for many people of our generation. Uh, For people who are like us in their early 30s, it's probably the place where you first discovered videos from Donald Glover and Bo Burnham amongst people, and you watched a lot of that OG college humor crew go on to become writers and producers at some really prolific late-night and sketch-based comedy shows. But in 2018... Sam Reich and College Humor decide to create their own subscription-based web platform called Dropout. At the time, they wanted to basically become a little bit less reliant on YouTube, and they wanted to get away from some of the restrictions of trying to like get advertisers onto the platform. So they made a subscription model, either monthly or annually, to create a ad-free platform to watch all of the iconic college humor videos you know and love, as well as new series. And they started off as scripted, but they've really become well-known for unscripted and like improvised game shows. Like Dropout's become this hub for a lot of web-based game show type content and parody game shows. I see those on Instagram a lot. Yeah, yeah, that kind of seems to be their bread and butter there. Um, So yeah, I I don't really want to try to 
dig up facts about a web series here. It's a little bit of information about Dropout as a whole. You can go check out a lot of their stuff for free early on. If you like it, you can subscribe. All their stuff is a SAG New Media Agreement, and they are currently still producing under uh, deals of strike terms. Jeff, I'm curious, though, because when we started talking about New Media, you were really gung-ho about this series in particular. So I'm yeah. curious what your relationship is, what about it kind of drew it to like, oh, this could be a good thing for our show. And just, yeah, what what, what are you feeling? Yeah. Um, and I thanks for that question, Max. First, I really wanted to make sure that as we're in the midst of this strike, we are propping up studios or studio uh, or organizations that are really treating actors and writers with respect and what Sam Reich and the folks that drop out are doing really follows that model, right? You said they are agreed to SAG new media. That's amazing. Um, but in our process of like finding shows and all that stuff, I stumbled upon total forgiveness already being a subscriber of dropout mm -hmm. as like oh. something new to watch. Um, cool. And I actually read this amazing article um, about this show and how it's a new version of reality TV, of something that actually has a message, a meaning behind it. And it's not just people going at each other for the flair of it, but there's some comedy, there's an interesting story behind it, and there is this arc. Um, so I have watched all of this series and... I do think that this show has something that is really special, but what really wanted me to bring this to us is we see how a pilot gets made yeah. in sort of this like ridiculous way. And Max, I know this wasn't the intent of your question, but I'm going to just drop us into the start of this episode. Do it. Let's keep it going. Because the start of our episode, we literally start by watching our two stars, uh, two writers at, college humor at this point in time or drop out at this point in time, Grant and Allie go into their boss's office to pitch the concept of a show that they want to do and they want to have funded by the company that they work yeah. at. Um, what do you, I I'm interested to hear from both of you. This is our first like documentary esque style show that we've ever done in the filming as a whole, did that throw you off? Were you expecting this when I said, like, let's do this show? What were you thinking when you first glanced eyes on this? I I wasn't sure this was going to be as unscripted. I mean, obviously, there's a degree of scriptedness to it because of the, the structure of how it works. And I'm sure this whole bit up top is kind of set up in a way. But yeah, I definitely know. I didn't know it was going to be quite as as fast and loose. I kept wondering, like, they already got the money, right? Like, they don't have to sell them on it. They've got this figured out already, right? <laughs> I, I honestly don't think so. I mean, I from from the way that these videos come into being, and I, I started, because we're, we're going in this new media territory, and uh, the existence of Dropout TV is uh, with necessity to save, essentially, the college humor uh, library as a whole, and also like try to make sure that the people who made all these videos actually have consistent money coming in and stuff like that. Um, but I, I do think like 
I, I, I think there is a good chance they just brought iPhones or cameras into the room and, and said, hey, let's film this process. But I want to see if we can get a, a greenlit a like a longer term show, because I don't know. I, and Jeff, you, you have a lot more experience with dropout TV shows than I do. Um, I'm only familiar with college humor as one off videos or like maybe very sure. short series. Are any other shows like are, are any other shows like longer term like this? Are they oh, do any of them have longer payout? We do not have time for me oh, okay. d- diving into how much I love what Dropout is currently. Yeah, Rich, I, okay. I wasn't super familiar with their work, but I found they do like a kind of live improvised charactery Dungeons and Dragons type show that oh, has like yep. over 200 episodes. Yep. Uh, Dimension. There, there are. Okay. So just to give you guys an idea of what the bread and butter of Dropout mm-hmm. TV is right now, there's a few shows that I highly recommend you can find clips of. Um, Dimension 20 is there. They take improv, uh, improv actors as well as writers, um, not improv writers. That's not a thing. Uh, but then they have, no, them. it's all written folks. Don't fall it's for it. Written. And it is, Sorry to pull back. it's, it's all written. <laughs> it's hosted by a actor slash improv, uh, actor named Brennan Lee Mulligan. And it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, you also have things like game changers where every episode is a different game show concept. Uh, you have right. things like breaking the news. So like scripted um, where actors don't see the script that they're about to say, just think about that SNL bit where Colin Jost doesn't know the jokes he's about to say, and he just loses his mind okay. the entire time. And like, they, there's a ton of these different series. And I think that they all do a very good job. Some of them are only eight minutes long. Some of them, there are dimension 20 yeah. episodes that are 90 minutes to two hours long. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in it because this is how a D&D session goes. I, too, um, have often spent two hours plus on college humor back in the day. <laughs> but, yeah, there's there's definitely – this is not all – this was not the starting series by any means. But this isn't also – I think this series, as we dive in, is one that I think is a really great starter series. Because you see these two actors in Grant and Allie – who are familiar faces if you watch college humor sketches, right? These are two writers and actors in those sketch shows. And they're and, not getting paid enough at college humor, yeah, clearly. <laughs> and you learn about what their ordeal is. And why they pitch this show for the audience is that they are dealing with student debt, like many Americans mm-hmm. are. Um, and they want to have, in their initial pitch, and this is why I love watching this part, they pitch that Sam gets to pick the embarrassing or the miserable tasks that they have to do to pay off their student debt. And the first note I have is, and I forgot this, Sam is so not into this idea when he first is approached in the room. He's like, so turn like literally I've never seen a person frown more than, <laughs> more than this man of like, so you want me to torture you to take my money? Like in this like really paid for torture saw esque <laughs> moment like but and in the end we also have a head of production there who suggests hey what if you both challenge each other to make the money of the company so sam does not feel like he is abusing power and i want to hear from both of you how bought in are you at this moment in time do you think that this is something that 
intrigues you or are you just sort of like eh, okay cool like well, jeff brought Ma- something to us max already f- started off feeling that he it wasn't genuine that that meeting wasn't a genuine idea uh, like uh it, i still do believe that that could have been let's bring cameras in here and see if we capture something good um because i have to imagine that's what most of like running a a new media company is it's like what if we catch something really good that's good for a soundbite then amazing but i i mean personally like we're all kind of doing embarrassing shit all the time to pay off our loans anyway so uh this seems pretty uh i'm i'm not bleeding for it but uh i mean they had a good concept i I think it says something very indicative about like how desperate everyone in our generation and the generation before us uh is to pay off their student loans at this point and i don't know I, i think it was nice that this actually had a message this wasn't just like you know, three jackass dudes like uh, like trying to get ten thousand dollars for doing the dumbest thing. It is for specifically their student loans, which they can't pay off beyond interest. What I'll give credit for here, especially, is that it's interesting to see young comics planting the seeds of comedy with a purpose, like comedy mm-hmm. for a 100%. cause, because that, that's a really difficult line to walk it's a really difficult skill to do yeah. it could feel very preachy it could feel like it hits you over the head i think that both grant and alley more so than the actual torturous tests they put each other through what i enjoy is giving a little bit of their own personal anecdote seeing their backgrounds where they come from uh, Grant, you're in a purple robe at Yankee Stadium. You could not name the school all you want, but it's NYU Tish. Yeah. We we all we all know that graduation ceremony. It's clearly uh, SUNY New Pulse. But but then to take personal stories to make an audience who knows these people feel comfortable and connected to it, to be able to ask real questions and you know, hard hitting, clear, concise questions in a way that is simple and digestible for an audience that maybe isn't familiar with the problem, and then resolving it with some on-screen facts that actually hit you with the data. And Jeff, before we started recording, I said, it's so clear when a comic has an influence over the next generation. I was saying it's, it's just so evident between College Huber and his involvement in the UCB scene that these people are influenced by Adam Conover. And then oh, I found 100%. out that Sam Reich was an executive producer on Adam Ruins Everything. And so it also felt like it made a lot of sense there too. But yeah, th- this does feel like planting the seeds to that kind of comedic journey. Yeah. And I think that one of the things we, we talk about meeting these, our competitors, I think that this does one of the, is it does such a great job of making them relatable in every sense mm-hmm. of the word, right? We learn that Grant not only works at this and says, hey, I have a job in entertainment. It's great, but I also have a second job waiting tables. We learn about Ali, and I I feel like uh, even more relatable for some people, state of like, yeah, the myth of Sisyphus, right? Mm-hmm. And like this car was a scholarship student at the same time. And like, that's where I relate to them the most, where I'm just like, you were, you did your job of getting great grades and all of this stuff. And in the meantime, you're still fucked, right? Like, yeah. 
Sometimes you have mystery sock in your car that came with the car. And that's something <laughs> that we learned in this episode. Yeah, that's yeah. an important, crucial, like, maintenance sock for them. Yeah, and, like, I I think that we talk about a lot of TV shows and how they lack the exposition they need. Or they lack the ability to make us care about the characters or the our main characters. Like... American Gladiators as a really good example, right? We got a sentence of exposition about each of those characters and we're expected to be like, yeah, they're the stars. And then we walked all walked out being like, we only care about this competitor who was on the show for like a few episodes. Yep. This five minutes of exposition work that was done, I think does such a great job of setting us up to really care about the end result for both of these two characters yeah and you're not only you're not only rooting for both of them to like accomplish these challenges and pay stuff off you're also a little bit worried that like oh no they have to really go and embarrass themselves to try to make these payments which is like such a disconnect between what they're making and the actual profits they receive but also you know, you're rooting for the show itself to keep going too, because they have also established the all right, it's gonna be five hundred dollars each for the first challenge, but then we'll work our way up to ten thousand, understanding that we have a five thousand dollar cap or five or fifty thousand dollar cap on the show itself. I think Starting it, was, it was smart on the ground floor. How do we feel about these first challenges? What are our thoughts on what our competitors slash lead actors <laughs> put themselves through? Well, there's one thing I want to add, Rich, as far as like the stakes. Mm -hmm. If you fail your competition, then your competitor, your fellow competitor gets your money, which is rough, right? Because you assume that you also want them to do it. Yeah. Grant and Allie are friends and that they like each other outside of work. They're not just work friends. Like they, they seem like they hang out, right? And that also is knowing that this is a reality TV show and non-scripted for the most part, there's a level of concern of like, oh shit, like, are they going to get too personal or make it bad, right? Like, there are wild things that people do for money, like a lot less than a lot less than $10,000. Like work for 60 years. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But Max, back to your point. We are given, I I think as far as the buildup to these challenges, I love how we involve the rest of the company's writers to build up these challenges and help like spitball the ideas of like, that's too easy of a challenge. Let's make it worse, right? Because it not only helps build this like third character of an essence of like, Oh, the third character is the writer's room. Like this is something that we'll be going to when we're building out challenges and all that sort of stuff. But also it adds comedy in there are rich, as you mentioned, these shows that already are like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to jump into a ditch with alligators and like, hopefully I survive. And it's like, cool. Instead built a career on it. Like instead this is, Hey, Going into a uh, bees is way too easy. What if we did bees or something with an interview? Like, did you guys enjoy this having this third element, this outside influence to your well being being in the hands of a bunch of bored improv comics is dangerous. 
That yeah. that is just playing with fire. <laughs> yeah. You you are beholden to their deepest, darkest desires, and that is a terrifying place to be. Well, they started going in harder on each other than they did than the rest of the writers' room did. I feel like they were immediately they're like talking about chopping off fingers. They're like <laughs> <laughs> they're well, trying yeah. to come up with with challenges for each other that are going to be not just embarrassing but potentially like permanently harmful for to each other. But we do end up on our challenges. Um for Grant, Grant is going to take the educational route this time, but with uh body horror in the sense that he is going to have leeches put on his body uh while he is interviewing a expert on the student wants to do. And then Allie has the challenge of they have to eat spicy food. Uh, and it sounds absolutely awful. Uh, well, also, this is the part that I loved where they were like, what if you talk to an ex? And then they were like, oh, I don't have really one of those. And then everyone in the writer's room was like, what about the girl from yeah. Holland? Yeah. Like, what about that? I was like, like, what is that writer's room like? Because they, they know <laughs> a lot about each other. Like, and I, I think that it then leads us to think, and Max, you asked, like, which of these do we think is the worst punishment of the two? Or do we think that these are both not even bad enough punishments to be worth $500. I, I think the worst one is the one where you're covered in blood after. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's talk about that. Let's talk about that one, where, where an animal that you're unsure where it came from started, starts uh, sucking blood out of you. Yeah, we have to talk about how there, there was a great joke of, like, we're in L.A., of course there's uh, Eastern medicine here. Yeah. Where are we, we going to find alternative medicine practicing in Los Angeles? And I just want to issue an apology to all of our listeners who are not Los Angeles based. Yes, there is apparently a real business called LA Leeches. I, I'm sorry, I don't like it either. I'm going to tell you all about. I'm going to tell you about all the great things uh, yeah. from the it's Thai restaurant. The PTP. Oh, the, oh, the, <laughs> yeah, the Thai I, restaurant is is phenomenal. I will tell you all about Jitlana and how delightful it is when you go in there. There's all these little doodles that Matt Groening did that are Homer Simpson shooting fire out of his mouth. It's an excellent wait, restaurant. I can't recommend it ate, enough. She ate Jitlana and he had to be covered in leeches. Yeah, that was that was their pu- punishment. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I thought this is like some crazy spicy challenge. Jitlana is amazing. Well, yeah, and I was going to say, like, one of the most delightful people we met in this episode was the owner or the manager who was working in that moment literally loved that person. Oh, man, so yeah. much. shout out, shout out to Jazz, the owner of Jitlada. She absolutely rules. <laughs> so we go through these challenges. Both of our competitors come out $500 richer. I don't want to talk too much about the experiences as a whole, but I do want to talk about the aftermath of these mm-hmm. challenges Good God. Because, because we get to see not only does it look like Grant has been stabbed in the torso multiple times, but Dude, then he, you keep bleeding with leeches. I have no, I had no idea. I thought it was like, like a oh, tick yeah. or something thought, like that. You I just thought it was going. just like done. No, you, you bleed. He bled through his shirt and then Damn. also seeing out, Ali recording Dimension 20 and having to leave the table because of the what was the name of the bowl? Do you guys remember the name of the spice that they had? It, uh, it was their it was their dynamite 
challenge with yes. Thai bird eye chilies. So it was something like 10 bowls worth of Thai bird bird eye chilies put into it. That is jeez. Like I I enjoy that. Menu. That extra 2 to 3 minutes on this pilot I think was great in that it added additional little bit of voice, the consequences of your action and mm-hmm. that it is not just the challenge that you're doing. It's the after effects of the challenge that yeah. are also going to affect for you. a premise that is all around, I, I guess the concept of the, the struggling artist and student debt and the mountains that we fall under grant ruined a very nice shirt. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure that was his waiting table shirt that we saw earlier in the episode. Oh, <laughs> that that shirt is now pink. Nothing uh, that, gets you more sympathy tips than showing up bloody to the table. So that that is our pilot. Um, I, well, the, I also did like the the um, the credit sequence too, where they were showing the company Slack channel. Oh yeah, they're talking was... about. I really enjoyed that because they were they were talking about like. Also, more details of the aftermath where Grant could not come in to work the next day because he was feeling super lightheaded and very ill. Um, I guess this is a disclaimer that we have to have on this podcast, but don't cover yourself in leeches, I guess. Yeah. I never thought I would say. So I <laughs> I have a wait a minute moment that I want to talk about, but that was <laughs> our pilot. Sure. Um, any things that you loved about this pilot that maybe we didn't discuss in depth today. I'm a really big fan of the uh, crying tiger beef and the fried morning glory salad at Jitmada. I just want to shout out those dishes really quick. God damn it. If this episode is not sponsored by, by them, it's sponsored I'm going to be upset. by one dish at a restaurant. But, but what I do want to highlight is that I think that they do a very good job of, uh, for being a humorous, mostly improvised sketch comedy web series. They do a very good job of adding personal elements into it. I think at the end of the day, circling it back to the last stuff we see apart from the Slack channel being actual facts about student debt accruement Mm -hmm. in America and the increase in the rate of tuition on average for colleges in America. I think that it's a way to get important information out to a demographic that may not take the time to research these things on their own. And it brings a level of awareness and it does so with the comfort and safety of familiar faces and people that they can count on to also make them laugh. And like, they feel like they've welcomed into their home in a way. So I think the show does a good job of balancing factual with funny. Yeah. Rich, what about you? I couldn't agree more. I mean, there's also the element of like, um, you know, when I was looking through the YouTube page where I watched the uh, the pilot for this, there is also the I, I noticed what date it was posted and it was February 14th, 2019. And like literally a year later, we we're going to have the emergency halting of interest uh, rate payments when this comes out. The interest rate payments are for I'm sorry, the uh, the payments for student loans are going to start again in a matter of weeks, which is like it's something that's extremely prominent. It's extremely it's so it's so interesting to think about in that time. And uh, I mean, congrats to them for halting the student loans. I don't know what else happened, but I guess Joe Biden also watches uh uh, he also watches Dropout TV because I'm really proud of them for getting their message across. Uh, but yeah, now that it ends, I think one thing that really 
struck me was that this is it's it's kind of it's just a tongue-in-cheek like uh like wagging a finger at capitalism i guess it's just like why are we doing this and the it's not just like why are we specifically doing this why are we all taking two jobs and working ourselves into the ground to pay these payments off when we were sold something else that the guy that uh the student loan attorney uh, said a very important line here we were sold a dream of going to college and having a steady job and and a job that could afford a home and stuff like that and i don't know i i just really like the importance of this obviously it's very funny on top of it but um i mean they just really hit the nail on the head with the overall premise yeah rather than me saying something super dumb uh let's talk about (laughs) uh wait a minute moments i i'm gonna start us off so there was a moment when the person who brought the leeches in to uh to to grant said that leeches are fda approved um i had to fact check this because yeah. i was like there's there's no way in hell technically yes what? the leeches have been approved by the fda as well as maggots as single use medical devices um but here's oh, the wow. big here's the big problem the key fact is that they have to be in a sterile clean container and if we all saw that container that that person had there's no way in hell that was sterile well, yeah, or man, clean leeches yeah so yeah 100 <laughs> percent. also drop out we can do a better job of having like some form of gauze or like band-aids or something for grant nope. after this because leaving him out there like a dying war veteran is absolutely Jeff, terrible what part of new media says that they have that they have bandages in the budget <laughs> Jeff, that that kitchen at Dropout has 17 different flavors of sparkling water and nothing in their first aid kit. <laughs> Welcome to New York. Um, what, Max, what about you? Any wait-a-minute moments? Well, Rich, I do think you're right. Joe Biden definitely still watches college humor videos, but it's awkward. He keeps calling everyone on screen Jake and Amir still. Um, <laughs> Uh, my wait a minute moment has to be what was going through the guy's head who had to sit across from a man being covered in leeches right. while he gave an interview. <laughs> that guy took a couple hours off of work to go do that. <laughs> yeah, that person was like, I am a serious expert on student loans and the crisis we're facing. And this man is interviewing me while having leeches on his body. I don't think any amount of briefing would prepare me for a man just bleeding out all over the place while I interviewed him. It's a controlled bleed. I cannot say that enough. It's a controlled (laughs) bleed. (laughs) Rich, what about you? Uh, Any wait-a-minute moments for you? Oh, God. Um, I Not really. I think it was really... uh, Because all the wait-a-minute moments on this were just, like, funny. And uh, I just love them going immediately balls to the wall on challenges for each other. That was absolutely hysterical. If there's one thing that I could recommend, go back and uh, going back and watch. Uh, and if you could go back and watch, it would be that scene because they have, they turn on each other. They go real hard on those challenges mar- way further than I would have gone for $10,000. So that is super impressive. So, with that being said, I do want to bring up actually my um, things that I loved. I loved that this was not just centered around our two protagonists. 
I love that they invited more of the company to participate in having that writer's room. I think that's such an important element in this show, um, in this pilot especially. And if you're going to continue to watch, uh, it continues to be an important part and important element of the show. Yeah, um, as a, in, in three weeks, extremely relevant again. <laughs> so in-flight question, uh, I was given in-flight questions, if you don't know, are given to us by our audience. Uh, you can shoot us DMs. You can leave us a voicemail. But this week I was given an in-flight question from in my own house. And <gasps> that question was, if you had to challenge your fellow podcast hosts uh, for $500, what would you make them do? Uh, so I would like us to Whoa. almost in a uh, round robin challenge each other. So I have already written it out. I will challenge Max. Max will challenge Rich. Rich will challenge me. Uh, what is the $500 task you would be willing to give? Uh for you, Jeff, I'm going, uh, you have to go an entire month without making any comic book references whatsoever. Wow. I, One I, month. <laughs> you know, uh, there's he's this Batman, fail there's he's this gonna, Batman comic. He heard, it's already, already done. Already done. <laughs> um, for, for Max, it would be, you know, next time we see each other, you can't mention L.A., for the entirety <laughs> of the weekend. God, man, he doesn't love it that much. <laughs> Max. Oh, God. Uh, so, Ed, for Rich, I want to see what would happen if the only liquid you consumed for an entire two-week period was, was just Dunkin' Cold Brew. Oh. <laughs> Easy. No. That, that $500 only covers my cold brew. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no water, no, no anything. And you know what? Just the only liquid you could use is Dunkin' Cold Brew. You're really underestimating how much I can do. You're down $500, <laughs> Max. Yeah. Yeah. I'm winning that challenge this morning, noon, and night. So thank you for that in-flight question. Um, <laughs> we'll talk a little bit more about how to submit those at the end of Honey. the episode. Uh, but I do want to... History for this show, a little bit different than what we've normally done on this podcast. Um, this is a web series. There was one season, 10 episodes, two bonus episodes, and a reunion. Um, you can find it all on dropout.tv. Like um, but you can also, if you're not looking to join a streaming service just yet, you can actually find the first episode for free on YouTube um, before joining to watch the rest. In case you were wondering... Uh, there is still student debt in this country, and it's estimated to be. <laughs> Thanks, at, Jeff. It's, you don't say. It's estimated to be at one point seven seven billion dollars at this trillion in time. Or, trillion, trillion. Excuse me, trillion dollars at this time. With the God, average it's gone up around, since we started recording. Uh, <laughs> the average is around thirty thousand dollars for every student borrowing to pursue a bachelor's degree. Uh, not to be an asshole, but while I think this is a lovely series that shines a light on an important issue, I just want to take a second and say, if you are okay with the concept that for many people, there is no opportunity to get a secondary education without incurring some form of debt, and if you are okay with that handicapping their future potential earnings, you're an asshole and should take a look in the mirror. If you want to make a difference, I recommend giving a call to your congressman. 
asking them what they are doing to ensure that attaining a higher education is not only for those privileged, but for also for those who can't afford it. Don't like that answer and don't like their answer? Register to vote Screw and use your power. Yeah. And that's our legacy for this show. Love it. Um, Rich, our game of the week, I think, is uh, everyone should register to vote in the upcoming everyone, elections. Everyone register to vote. That's everyone's game of the week. But also, uh, next to you both is a box. It's full of leeches. <laughs> Open it. <laughs> Uh, are you ready to play a game oh my gosh but we actually you know we're ending this podcast with two questions that we always end and one of those is based off the pilot would you continue watching this series and secondly i don't really think that this can just be limited to one series right i think this could be a multi-season show do you agree with me do you think that there should be a reboot on the horizon Maybe Dropout decides to do season two uh, with some of their other writers or with these two who will probably still have some form of debt that they're dealing with. Mm. That's Max. A, that's, that's a very good point. So I'm, I'm definitely intrigued by the concept as a whole, but I, I personally don't really resonate with the notion of just like escalating challenges and pranks as a form of entertainment. So while I appreciate the concept, while I certainly would encourage others to check it out and give it a whirl, I don't think it's a thing that I will personally continue to watch. Do I think that it could get a season two? Yes. I, I actually do think that it's a concept, whether it is specifically student debt or highlighting just other necessities as long as it's done in a, a tasteful way i think like student debt is a little bit less malicious than like we're going to pay off your medical expenses for example mm -hmm. but i i do think that there's enough people who have this same problem that affects their ability to pursue their dreams that they could find other people probably within their own walls to re-up do it again and come up with other ideas for if that's your cup of tea rich what about you yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I mean, I, I will say that I would watch another episode of this. I would um, I do think there are different elements to the student debt crisis that I want to hear explored a little bit more. The challenge is pretty secondary to me, honestly. I want to learn more about it. Like, I, I, I know um, since we already mentioned him, I am a really big Adam Ruins Everything fan, and I really do think that, like, in addition to him being uh, to him being a good comedian, uh, Max and I actually got to see him live uh, last year, um, which was really nice. But uh, there is an element of this where I want to know what goes into tuition for all these people. What are these schools promising? What is going to take what is going to take for everyone to kind of break out of the spell of needing college and uh, the expectation of college to just be in in. in like an insane expense all the time. You know, I really don't think it's necessary. And I really don't think that, uh, that the network that you build there is going to be the only relevant thing for your life. And then, uh, if they're going to make it again, I don't think they should. I would just like it to be a little bit more. Um, I, I just want to learn more about that particular issue. I don't necessarily want to see people having to debase themselves for the same point over and over again. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like Max said, it'd be like medical bills. It'd be very interesting to see someone 
tackle medical debt by putting a bunch of leeches on themselves. That'd be quite a statement. Um, also, I really hope that the insurance for college humor employees is okay. <laughs> what about yeah. you, Jeff? And I'll finish this off. As I said at the beginning of this episode, I've already watched all of this series. Um, I found the pilot super enticing. I might, I know everything that happens. I might rewatch it in all honesty, because I forgot how much I enjoyed the pilot. Um, speaking to, if I think this show should be redone, um, only if there's a very, very specific message and goal in mind, if that makes sense, right? Just doing it to do it, do it to fill airspace. Dropout has a lot of successful shows already. They don't need to be doing that. But if they, if there is a plan of, we want to send this message, we want to do it through, Total Forgiveness Season 2 to speak to X, Y, and Z. Cool beans. Let's do it. Let's have these amazing, you know, experts lined up to speak to the student debt crisis more. If it's just for clicks, you lose your power a little bit, right? Um, Only make this again if you think that it's going to spread even wider and to a larger audience and just tell the story of how... Student debt fucking sucks, right? It shouldn't be a thing like it is a thing right now. And there are people who really would be living much better lives if they didn't have to deal with that stress and anxiety on a daily basis. Um, and as our flight comes to a land, um, you know, we have mixed feelings about this pilot and that's okay. Uh, I think we're all agreed. Student debt fucking sucks. Um, where can folks find you if they're looking to get some more? Uh, you can find me Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday at LA Leeches. Please give us five stars on Yelp. And you can find <laughs> me on all things social media at Maxwell Singh, as well as original sketch comedy for myself and Rich over on TikTok at Dadwagon Comedy. Rich, you, can find, you? you can find me using my oil sock. Uh, no explanation <laughs> needed. <laughs> <laughs> You can find me on Instagram at damn that's rich. And you can find me still really persistently trying to get the blood out of Grant's shirt. Uh, <laughs> I've been going for a couple of go. years now. Let it it's, go. No, not going to let it go. Uh, but if you are looking for me on social media, you can find me at run Jeff run. If you're looking for the TV TV pilots license, you can find us on YouTube X slash Twitter and Instagram at TV pilots license, as well as TikTok. If you have a question about the show or for our next episode, you can email us at tvpilotslicense at gmail.com or give us a call at 213-290-1713. I cannot express how much joy it brings us when y'all give us phone calls. Uh, literally, <laughs> we send them in our group message. Like, it is the joy of my day most of the time. So the give us a call. Uh, maybe you have an idea of how we should be solving student debt. Give us a call. I can't wait to hear it. Make sure to watch out for our Instagram for a sneak peek of some of our upcoming episodes. But with the plane landed and the seatbelt sign off, we look forward to flying the bright skies of the TV world with you again soon. And until then, fuck student debt, go register to vote, and have a good day.